Yo, 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 welcome to the Trio Nail Nurse Podcast. It's your boy, Out of Animal, my man, Benny Pirate. What a do? And my man, Brave and the Bold. What's up? Coming to you live. Welcome, welcome to the show. Got some good content for you. Get ready. Stay tuned. There's one thing that earns a special place in my heart, and that's gatekeepers in the MMA. So what is a definition of a gatekeeper, you might ask, for those who don't know about MMA? Or for those who do and just want a clear, quick definition? To me, gatekeepers in MMA are guys that win a lot of fights, but can't get to that title. However, they have the ability to keep others that are rising to the top from getting said title shots or title opportunities. People in my mind, like Chael Sonnen, a beautiful example. Michael Bisping used to be one until he won the title, but one of my focuses right now is going to be on Derek Brunson. So yeah, the gatekeepers are the guys to keep the other guys from getting those title opportunities. And if you want to be the guy, you have to beat those guys. You have to beat the gatekeepers to get to the top. Brunson is working his way to the top as a gatekeeper, surprisingly. He had a, a terrific victory over Darren Till. And we're going to talk about that in this episode of Let's Talk About It. For those who are listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. Man, I missed y'all. I missed y'all so much. Uh, I'm back. Better than ever. I know it's been a while since I've dropped anything MMA, but I've been going through it. But I'm back. And we're going to drop more MMA content. And just a lot. We got a lot coming for y'all. A lot coming for y'all. I know we've been a little slow this week. Everyone's been busy, but we about to jump back on track. And before I go on vacation, I had to drop this. I had to drop it. So here we go. Derek Brunson. Woo. What a man. What a man. He had a very good, good showing, I would say. Good showing. Derek Brunson showed that wrestling is a very important aspect of MMA. I mean, a lot of people show that, but Derek Brunson... Really showed that Saturday. Like, he put that on full display. And if you don't have any t- sort of takedown defense, you will lose. You will lose the grappling game on the ground. And, like I said, Derek Brunson showed that massively Saturday. Darren Till had a few good hits in, but Brunson was never really threatened at all. Like, once the fight went to the ground on multiple occasions, mind you. He had a good six takedown attempts. Darren stuffed three, but the other three were just beautiful. Like, good good chaining with the wrestling. Good go to the single leg, switch to double leg, and vice versa. And just way to drag your opponent to the ground. Good job, Derek Brunson. I'm impressed. Very, very impressed. And it seemed like Darren Till had zero answer for it. Like, none. And, you know... What can you say? What can you say? Uh, wow. Yeah. Derek Brunson, you, you a beast, man. 
your improvement is being noticed. However, here is where I have to lower you down a little bit, push you down, put you down just a little bit, hype, hype you down just, just a little bit, just a little bit. And I'm saying that because your post-fight interview, you were saying that you want Izzy next. Slow your roll, partner. Hold your horses. Let's not get too carried away because you still have a long way to go. The guy that you beat was not in the top 10. He's not the elite of the elite. Yes, Darren Tell's a good fighter. However, you haven't earned that spot yet, in my opinion. I might be wrong. But in my eyes, you haven't earned that spot. Yes, you won five fights in a row. But maybe the three out of those five fights were top contenders and weren't even the top 10. So I think what should happen is he should fight the winner out of Vittori or Paul Acosta. You want that title shot that badly? You want to face the champ? Earn it. You got two hot contenders right now with Paul Acosta and Vittori. Oh, and oh, don't worry. We'll be talking about those two really soon. But Vittori, Acosta, get the winner out of those two, and then we'll see... Uh, how you do against the elite of the elite. You are, you have evolved from a gatekeeper to now a title contender, which is amazing and it's fun to watch. But at the same time, you now have to earn your spot. You have to earn that now. Remember the times where you stopped guys from earning their spot? Well, guess what? The winner out of that Costa Vittori fight are going to do the same thing to you. And this time, they're trying to go back to the top. So now you're on the ladder, and you have to earn that spot, man. Sounds bad, but if you're up for the challenge, you'll go for it. Because real contenders do that. They take the challenge, they go for it. They don't just call out Izzy and be like, yeah, I got you, boy. Yeah, boy, I'll see you soon. I'll get you, boy. No, the boy, 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 that, that does not, no. The call-out's cute. But you got to earn that spot and beat true contenders. And to do that, you got to face the best. And right now, the two gorillas with Vittoria and Costa are the perfect example. Good luck, Brunson. You're going to need it. Now, while I'm on the topic of Vittoria and Costa, they are actually set to fight October 23rd. Whew. I'm looking forward to that. I know Kevin Holland's a bit salty about it and said there's just two Roy heads going at it face-to-face, which there's some truth to that, but it's it's something I'd like to see. It's definitely a fight that will interest me. I want to see how Costa's striking is going to play into Vittori's wrestling, kind of, sort of. And you know what? I just had a thought. Bear with me, guys. Bear with me. Here's my thought on Paula Costa. A okay striker, you know, a lot of power, good presence. How is someone that's supposedly a jiu-jitsu black belt not taking fights to the ground? Unless his wrestling sucks, that could be it. But I think people like that tend to fall in love with the striking. But hey, it's neither here nor there. Now, if you ask me who's going to win that fight, I'm going to give Vittori the edge. And I don't like either of them, but I'm going to give Marvin Vittori the edge in that fight just because of his wrestling. 
Like, I don't know if Paula Costa has an answer for that. Maybe that maybe that'll be the match where Costa will whip out the jujitsu when he takes the, the, the when the fight goes to the ground. Inventory takes him down. That might be it. That might be the whole snaps. He got him in the triangle or something. I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm just throwing stuff out there, y'all. Don't mind me, but it's definitely something to be weary of. And I'm aware of that. Uh, golly. Whew. I, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. This is something that's it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to that fight. Like I said, I'm going to give Vittoria the edge, though, because he's a bit more well-rounded. But who knows? Costa might hit him with some good stuff. Knock him cold. We, we don't know. That's what I love about the fight game. Anything can happen. So looking forward to that. And, yeah. A lot of good things happening. Of course, you got Kobe Covington and my man Usman going for the second, going for their second fight. Ooh, now here is something that Khabib said that really made me think. And he said, no matter love him or hate him, Kobe Covington is the biggest challenge to Kamaru Usman right now. And there's a lot of truth to that. Yes, we know he lost the last fight and got his jaw broken. It's all right, but when it comes to all-around fighting, I think Kobe has a lot over a lot of these guys in that division, and I think he will give Usman the toughest fight, especially now that he's improved. Like, let's not act like we don't know he's improved. Just like Usman has improved with that jab. I'm pretty sure Kobe improved as well, and they might keep the fight standing. It might be a wrestling match. Who knows? But I know Kobe will definitely be better than he was the last fight. Now, do I think he'll win? Absolutely not. But he, I will agree with Khabib that he's Kamar Usman's toughest challenge. And if he can beat him again, then everybody else is just fair game. It's just, he's just going to be running circles around the rest of the division. But right now, yeah, Kamaru's that dude. I still have him get the nod. But I think this, instead of a knockout, this... This fight's going to go decision. It's going to be a long, brutal fight. Kobe's going to turn it ugly, and Kamaru's going to be up for the challenge. That's what I think, though. And, yeah, that's going to be a good fight. Good fight. You also got that Dustin Poirier versus Oliveira coming up. That's what I'm looking forward to. Woo! Got goosebumps. I got that goosebump. Yay! But, yeah, that's the fight I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, Woo! Uh, don't ask me who I have right now. Because I had Charles Oliveira. I had him at the beginning. Then Poirier just... Dustin Poirier. And I know... What I know about Dustin Poirier is that... His... He's one of the most toughest out of the whole division. Because he's so well-rounded. He has pretty good jiu-jitsu... Superb wrestling, even though he lost to Khabib. Khabib just at a whole nother level. That don't count. But his wrestling is superb. His striking is <laughs> wow. Okay. To beat down Conor McGregor, who's considered an elite striker in that weight class, that's, that speaks volume. And, yeah, I, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. And I like Oliveira as a champion, but Poirier has clawed his way up to the top and beating top contenders back to back and it's going to be 
It's going to be something. I like both guys. I know it's going to be a hell of a fight, and I'm looking forward to that fight. Looking forward to it a lot. Good luck to both fighters. We also got the Izzy versus Robert Whitaker fight. How do I almost forget about that fight? Of course, I got Izzy winning. Whitaker's good, and it's it's funny too because I I actually took some time to think and I watched a YouTube video not too long ago and realized that me and Robert Whitaker have the same fighting style. Weird. If you want more details on that, I'll probably make a, a podcast about that as well. Just on the fight game, if y'all are interested. If you are, let me know. But yeah, we have similar fighting styles, and because of that, I know that no matter what, Whitaker will not change his game plan, his fighting style. It just won't change. And that's why he's going to lose to Izzy again, because he won't make the right adjustments. And it's hard to make an adjustment with someone that good. So, I don't know. It's going to be... He's going to dominate. It's going to be another striking performance, striking clinic. There's too many downsides to Whitaker fighting Izzy again. I don't think he'll make the right adjustments. I don't think he'll use the wrestling. His reach is just not up there with Izzy's. He's good at distance, good at managing striking distance. He knows exactly what to do, how to do it, and the game plan just doesn't change. And if it does, it's always in mid-fight. So he can make the adjustments on the fly that Whitaker can't. So, yeah. I don't I don't see this ending well for Robert Whitaker. I think he'll go have to go back to the drawing board, maybe try again. But we'll see. Like I said, anything can happen to the fight game. But I got Izzy winning that one. And just like that, that's all I got for right now, y'all. Stay tuned. I have another one coming up soon. We'll be talking about... Uh, my boy Conor McGregor. So stay tuned to that. And that's, let's talk about it. Uh, peace and blessings to y'all. I'm back. So I'm back in the MMA game, y'all. So prepare to get some more content. Love you guys.